0: That's, simple and that's why I play the game. But to be the best, you have to
1: win. And that's what drives Ah, 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 ah. We back. We back with another one. Or should I say our first one? We back. Today's date is October 29th. And as usual, viewer discretion is advised. If you can't handle the heat, get out the kitchen. Because we back. Our first hidden takes of the season three of Clutch Talk. John, I'm so excited um, been been waiting a while for all this, man. Um, so so let's get right into it. Hidden takes for those of you who don't know is is where we will be just discussing just exactly that our takes on the league news games, just breaking news and all that what we, what's going on in the league. So let's get it right to it with our first topic, John, and that's our top games of the week. Um, what, what what game kind of stood out to you, Jay, uh, as your as your top game?
0: So Jay, but I mean, b- before I get into a game, fire, fire, fire intro. Just gotta gotta throw it out there. Great job, my brother. But man, brother, let's 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 talk about it, man. You know, one of the one of the first games that uh that that I think to uh is is when I when I think of this week is Tuesday, October 26th was that Lakers versus Spurs game. A very dominant, dominant performance from, from AD, 35 points, 17, 17 rebounds, four blocks. But there was I'm not even going to sit here and really just talk about you know, that dominance performance. We knew Anthony Davis was capable of doing that. We just don't know if it's on a nightly basis. But what I actually want to talk to you about, brother, is, is something that I, I, I saw in that game in. And you know, that that Spurs game was the second game that LeBron was was sitting out. And I think it took it took LeBron sitting out for the Lakers to realize something that I mean, we've been saying from the rip that I don't think Russ and LeBron can be at the court at the same same time. So I have the starting lineup that the starting lineup that I think should be the starting lineup for the Lakers, brother. And I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna let you know what I think it is. Because I think this is going to be the most effective starting line moving forward because we saw the Lakers be be the most successful in that that Spurs game. So the way I think the Lakers should run it is I think they should run Rondo at the one, Malik Monk at the two, LeBron at the three, AD at the four, and either Dwight or DJ at the five, and I know I know it sounds crazy. You're talking about bringing Russ off the bench, and the only reason why I say you know let's start Rondo at the one is because that's gonna allow LeBron to be able to run the lanes. You know, a lot of times when LeBron is on the court, he is that facilitator. He is the guy bringing the bringing the ball down court. But when you have Rondo a veteran veteran guard with so much so much IQ man he allows LeBron to be able to run that lanes and I don't know if you've been able to catch too many too many Lakers games recently Jay but man Rondo has just been having a lob session with 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 ad dwight and dj man and i think that it it it, it could really work out and also we saw in the first two games the lakers struggled with lebron and ad on the uh, lebron and russ on the court i think that you need to stagger those minutes man russ needs his own little unit and lebron needs and lebron needs his unit but talk to me jay if you even agree with that starting lineup talk to me about that game and then we also got another lakers game to get into
1: yeah, John, no, you took the words right out of my mouth, honestly. And and it's funny you mentioned the Lakers because I got my my next kind of topic was what's going on with the Lakers. And the whole reason no, I did watch the, the Spurs game and and obviously A.D., I feel like was the focal point. That was my key to the season when we did the Western Conference previews. And we talked about how far the Lakers go and their success is going to be based on Anthony Davis, whether he can stay healthy. We saw he went down. Uh, And every Laker fan I know, even just an NBA fan was holding their breath. You never want to see a guy go down like that. But I feel like constantly AD is always on the floor uh, for the right, for for the wrong reasons, man. Um, You just want to see him up. And that was definitely a scare. But no, I saw some resilience that I hadn't seen from the Lakers in a while. And honestly, they needed to win that game, whether or not LeBron was was on the floor. They were full, full health, fully healthy or not. They just got to win a game like that and, and to see LeBron, uh, Westbrook have those games. But, but my, my deal with that, John, is, you know, the box scores might not always indicate for Russell Westbrook. Like he's going to put up his triple doubles when, and everyone's like, oh, that's a good game. That's a great game. But for me, the efficiency and kind of the decisions he makes on the floor is what I kind of kind of doubt. That's why I've always had my doubts about Westbrook as a player, because I know he can always affect the game in the right way when he wants to, but the box score doesn't always indicate. And for a lot of players, it doesn't always indicate what you see a performance wise. But my question just for you is the Lakers got it done against the Spurs. You know, they needed overtime, but then you, you shift forward to the, to the, was that the next night? The next the, night. The wow. Oklahoma city thunder. Wow. Tell, me, tell me a little about a bit about what you saw in that game and man, you can't be losing to
0: a team like a Thunder,
1: who's trying to lose. Matter wow. of fact, so
0: wow, Jay, you said it. You said it perfect, brother. You can't be losing to a team who is purposely trying to lose. You can't be losing to a team that was zero and four when you have championship aspirations, man. But let's talk about it, Jay. You know the Lakers had a twenty-six point lead at at, at, at some point in the game, and they and they blew it, man. So you know the number one takeaway that that, that I that I took from that game is the Lakers got way too comfortable. They got in, in, way too comfortable, and you can look at the box office and just, you can look at the the box uh box score and just see that man i mean anthony the lakers and especially Anthony Davis, just stop being aggressive, man. At the end of the first quarter, the Lakers had seven free throw attempts compared to the Thunder two free throw attempts. By at the end of the game, the Lakers had fourteen free throw attempts and the Thunder had twenty nine. I mean, as basketball players, we know if you're getting free throw attempts, that means you're being aggressive. You're getting to the line, you're getting to the hoop, and you're you're making the defense make a decision. You're making them have to either foul you or you're going to score, man. And that's exactly what the Lakers started doing, but and then you know got uh, got, got got away from it, but. Another thing, Jay, that I that I I also saw in that game was I really saw that the Lakers without LeBron out there to control the pace and kind of keep the tempo where LeBron wants it, the Lakers sometimes could be running running around like with chickens with their head cut off, just kind of loose goose. Just if Anthony Davis is having a good game, cool, go to him. But if not, it, it, they're kind of running out there with their with their heads cut off, and that's very scary, man. Because we can't we can't not we the Lakers can't just simply rely on a 37 year old LeBron James to always come here and come come to the team and control the tempo man so that's definitely something that was a sign of concern for me man just uh is it gonna work is it gonna work and and I don't know man that 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 game definitely a lot of Lakers fans caught a lot of slander and I think that it was all all well deserved man but what about you Jake what what, what was some thoughts you had from that game
1: yeah, I mean, in terms of the Spurs, uh, I, I feel like they're just building on that nice young core. Even just to be in a game with, with the Lakers, albeit under man team, uh, the, the emergence, not the emergence, the continued growth of guys like DeJounte Murray. You saw Jakob Purtle putting together one of those nights, uh, one of those nights when you're going up against uh, AD, one of the, if not the best big man in the league, one of the best. Uh, in the league and matter of fact, players in the game and to have a game like that, where he's competing on the glass and keep putting them in positions to win uh, is huge. And then, and then, you know, you look at, look down the line at other guys like Derek White chipping in um, and keeping the guy keeping the guys just in that game. Uh, you have to like if, if what you're, what you're seeing if you're, if you're pop, but yeah, no, I, I think they've just lacked that direction, that leadership on the floor when LeBron is gone. And the whole reason to me, what, what, what I thought you talked about the Lakers being uh, like a playoff team. That's why they added all those guys. But I thought the reason they brought in Russell Westbrook was to be a contender and to be a higher seed in the regular season when LeBron tries to wants to sit out. And if they're not going to win those games and, and you don't see uh, Westbrook performing to the level they need him at, man, my question is, like, why did you bring him in at all? Because he's supposed to be that MVP caliber that we all know he can be. And if he isn't living up to that, man, there's going to be trouble in La, La Land. And he might be on the block, is a trade block. That's, Jay, that's just like, if it continues like this, we could be just seeing some changes already. Because um, I know LeBron ain't happy.
0: And you know what's crazy, Jay? I feel like, realistically, the Lakers had less question marks before the season. I feel like now they have more question marks, man. So there, there is a lot of issues for the Lakers to fix over there in, uh, in La La Land. But uh, but Jay, hey, I I want I want to ask you about another game that we saw on on Tuesday, October twenty sixth, and that was and that was the Mavericks and the Rockets game. You know, the Mavericks beat the Rockets. Uh, Luka did his thing. You know, 26, 14, and seven. But that's not who I want to talk about. I want to talk about my boy Christian Wood, man. Jay, I have a hot, I don't know if it's a hot take. You tell me if 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 this is crazy or not. But I'm 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 watching this game. I'm watching this Rockets game, and I'm seeing Christian Wood do a little bit of everything on the court, man. He goes out there. He has 16 points, 17 rebounds on 50% from the the field and 45% from three, man. But, Jay, I'm out out there seeing him hit threes. I'm out there seeing him guard guards, guards in the perimeter. I'm seeing him get blocks. And I'm thinking to myself, is Christian Wood a top five center in the league right now? And I think yes. What do you think, Jay.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Well, who do you who do you have uh, in your top five? Like, who do you have him uh, in your who do you have in your
0: top five? And then who do you have him
1: above? Just okay. out of curiosity.
0: So just, just, uh, just like uh, n- no, no order. So we don't gotta you know get crazy deep into it. But definitely, Joel Embiid. He's definitely mm-hmm. uh, better than him. If Anthony Davis runs the the uh, five, Anthony Davis is definitely better than him. Uh, Jokic is definitely better than him. Um, let me see. We could keep running it down. Um, let's see. We could. Karl um, uh, T. Towns is definitely better than him. I don't want. I don't know about Bam Adebayo. I don't know about Bam Adebayo. Nah, that- I, you think I'm,
1: so? I'm giving Bam that just 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 from like he's proven himself time and time again. Uh this year his assists have gone down, but he's been been proven as a playmaker. And I think that's just gone down because the you know they brought in Kyle Lowry and he has the ball in his hands more simply more than Bam. But no, he can do it. He's a jacket of all trades, uh, kind of kind of big. He can guard, you know, one through five, two. Uh, He's extended his range to be a knockdown mid range guy. And hopefully, you know, he can maybe the one thing is, you know, Christian Wood can extend to the three, but that's really all he's got on Bam. Uh, I think just Bam's an overall more versatile player than Christian Wood. That's why I have him ahead.
0: Okay, let me ask you another player because I was also going back and forth with myself about this player. Which okay, if you're if we're talking about the regular season, dope. This guy's gonna win. But if we're talking about playoffs and playoffs is what matters, this guy's unplayable. But do you think Rudy Gobert is uh, is? Would you take Rudy Gobert before Christian Wood because Rudy Gobert is unplayable in the playoffs? If you want to be 82 and 0 in the regular season, great but i am rather take a player that's going to provide me playable minutes in the playoffs, stretch fives.
1: Nah, bro. Johnny, we, we can't even say that Christian Woods really, you know, so he's never had, like, deep playoff runs. He's never had that experience to where I would even take him. And I wouldn't say Rudy Gobert's necessarily unplayable in the playoffs. We've seen times where offensively, Uh, you know, free throw wise, he can be an issue, but the way he changes the game defensively, allowing guards to, you know, have that pressure on the perimeter and knowing they got a shot blacker and a rim protector like Rudy Gobert, he changes the game, especially for the the team uh, offensively. They know, man, if I attack the rim, Rudy Gobert is going to be there to test my shot. I got to change. I got to work around that. And having that on the floor is Way more beneficial and, and way more valuable than Christian Wood, who I wouldn't even say the greatest defender. He's not lacking, but he's, he's mediocre. Um, so I wouldn't, I'm definitely taking Rudy Gobert out of, out of uh, Christian Wood at this point till further notice right now.
0: OK, OK. And, and, yeah. and, and that's and, and that's totally fair. And that uh, honestly, that was my my just in theory, you know, but theory and practice is, is, is always two different things, because you're right. We have not seen him in the in the in the playoffs, Jay. But what's up? Talk to me, brother. Yeah, no, no.
1: And then, you know, I, I like that. I like that. And then I'm going to talk about my my game of the week. Uh, there was a lot of games that stood out to me. Number one, I'll just quickly touch on uh, the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, man. I I, I mentioned them last week on our episode about how well they're, they're playing and the level they're playing at. I think they just got a lot of momentum. We've seen what a healthy uh, trio of, you know, d Cat, Kat and Anthony Edwards can do. And man, they're looking scary right now. Honestly, uh, I feel like we, we all on that Western conference preview might've had them a little low, uh, lower than they should have been. And I think they're just going to continue to build on that success and that those early wins are gonna mean a lot more to that young team as as they kind of grow, and I think that that Pat Beverly, as I mentioned when we had West on the show, like all the way back in the summertime in the off season, having that veteran leadership of the guy, that dog mentality, is bigger. Even though he's not playing the most minutes, um, that rubs off. Having that character in the locker room rubs off on the guys. But my game of the week was last night, um, John. I know I don't know. Man, Memphis and, and Golden State. Wow. That that was a game, man. Just just I, I, real quick, John Morant. If he's not an all-star this season, I don't I don't I don't know what. Yeah, I, I don't know what the level he's playing at. We saw him do it against the Lakers, uh, dropping a 40 piece on them, you know, just controlling the game, giving me CP3 vibes with, with a little bit of De'Aaron Fox kind of speed. John, well, I don't know. He's, he's just a jack of all trades, too. Um, just leading that bunch, uh, just night in, night out. He's just looking, he's a third year guy looking like a veteran. Uh, that's all I got to say about John. And then he did it last night, dropping 30 on the Warriors' head, uh, bringing them back. It, it was tough to see as a Warrior fan, but it, it was fun to watch John Moran just doing it uh, at every level of the game, you know, def- rebounding, getting the other teammates involved. And seeing that nice young Grizzlies team uh, just finding a way to win on the road. And that's what you got to do. But then I'll shift it to the to the Warriors. And and you can't be losing games like that, man. Uh, Just just where you're above, you have the the lead on on, at home. Um, I don't know if you you got a chance to see that, John, but but, you know, kind of talk a little bit about what you've seen from the Grizzlies and the Warriors so far this season.
0: Man, I mean, from the Grizzlies, that they just came out with just so much fire and intensity, and I just, I, I, I just love to see it, man. You know, I know that, I know that last year, um, when, when uh, the Grizzlies were in the playing tournament, a lot of people were talking about the Grizzlies don't even know how serious this is. They're just out there hooping. They're just so young, and that's the same thing I think that it is at this point, man. They are just playing out there great, at, like at, as a team, man. I'm, I'm really, really starting to like the the emergence of Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain's starting to become a real, real asset for the. Uh, for, for, for the Grizzlies I'm very happy my boy my boy uh, Triple J is out there still healthy hoping and Ja I mean Jay, you, you, you couldn't have said it better dog like he is just I, I think he's just taking this crazy leap and he was already hella good last year that's the crazy thing but he is just taking this crazy leap and Jay, I feel you I feel you in, in saying that like you know, being being like a a Warriors fan and seeing that happen and, and watching that game, it's, it's tough. But just being a basketball lover and watching John Morant, it is so exciting. You just you don't know what he's gonna do every time down court. It's, it's some crazy acrobatic pass, some crazy acrobatic finish, man. And Jay, I mean, I, I I have nothing. I have nothing else to add besides that, Jay. I mean, he was out there cooking. Uh, definitely, uh, d- definitely was being aggressive. You know, six or six six or six from the free throw line. And I'm just I'm honestly excited to see how far the Grizzlies can make it this year, man. And, and, and you said it best, Jay, if he's not an all-star this year, I mean, that might be the snubs of snubs of snubs, but yeah. Jay, r- r- real quick, let me ask you something. Don't get too deep into this because on Sunday we are really going to get deep into this. So just give me a quick answer to give the, to give the fans a teaser, but real quick, Jay, real, real, real quick. Two young guys who got off to two great starts, John Morant and LaMelo, who would you rather have?
1: Mm. Right now? Ooh, that's tough. I'm saying jaw. Okay. Uh just yeah, just, we'll, just we'll for right now, that. what he's doing. We'll get into that. I'm I'm taking jaw right now. Okay. At the level what, what he's doing right now. Wow. Um, I mean, yeah, but we'll, what's, we'll, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk more about that. Um, and then so, so kind of that kind of covers like I, I had top performers, but uh I would say right now it's it's for for the week, I have LaMelo and, and John ja Morant as my top performers for the week, but who you got?
0: Yeah, I, I, I would I would have to go I would have to go with Miles Bridges and Stephen Curry man I uh, my boy Stephen okay. Curry was out there hoping and Miles Bridges too man Miles I know it's it's early but he's averaging like thirty one points per game right now he's just insane insane man and, and he's he's also stretched his game out to the three I know uh, uh last year he was just more of a down low more of a, of a bully ball presence and now he's really been able to, to to stretch that jumper out so I've definitely liked what I've seen from RTB and B man okay, <laughs> so. Get, okay. <laughs> but uh but jay let, let, I, what's up talk to me
1: yeah real quick about steph like you know i you know everyone knows like i love steph my guy but the reason i don't have steph is because the elephant in the room is he had fourth, forced uh sorry three straight fourth quarters with no buckets and obviously that's not steph but i can't be giving him the my top performer of the week so this week uh if he's performing at that level because we know he demands more of himself. He even talked about it, so uh, that, that's why I can't do that. But um, let's get it re- real quick to our to our breaking news we have for the for the for this hidden takes, which is uh, which is Patrick Williams uh, of the Chicago Bulls with with his uh, I forget the specific
0: wrist opinion Risk. on it. his, his wrist. wrist.
1: His wrist was dislocated. Wrist out for the season, man. What John? Talk to me a little bit about what you what you feeling about those initial reactions. You know, we got this news about an hour ago. Um, from Woj, but, but what's, what's, what's your initial reactions and effect I'll have on the Bulls.
0: So that, that, that's, that's, that's perfect, brother. That's a perfect transition. And that's, and that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Patrick Williams and, he, to me, brought, to me, this was his year. This was his year to explode and become that, uh become, take that, take that next level, man. I know that, I know that last year, I saw a lot, a lot of potential from him. And I was like, man, this next year is going to be his year. But, and then, and then DeMar came, Zach Levine came, Booch came. And so many, uh so many players came, uh, came to the Bulls. And I thought to myself, like, ah, it's not going to be his year anymore. Cause now all these other players uh, 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 ahead of him. But then again, I think to myself, when you play with better players, you, you play at a at a at a higher level. But man, Jay, did that hurt to see Patrick Williams go down, especially for the Bulls, man, because I've been saying it, Jay, I mean, you know that they're one of my favorite Eastern Conference teams. And they have they don't lack almost anything offensively, but they lack almost everything defensively. And he was who brings them that uh that 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 defensive grit, that defensive uh uh, I'll, I'll dive on loose balls. I'll box out. I'll do everything, man. So I definitely think that that hurt, uh, it's going to hurt the bulls a lot, man, because they were already a team lacking in the defense. And now even more, man. And, and I, I don't know if you were able to catch a little bit of that, that Nixon bulls game yesterday, extreme nail biter, man. It was uh, 104, 103. Uh, the Knicks were, the Knicks were able to pull it off. But I mean, like Jay, that game yeah. right there proved how much they need. They need Patrick Williams, man. I mean, the, the, the bulls, were uh, the bulls would score every time down court but they could not get a stop they could not get a stop whether it was uh backdoor cuts whether it was Kemba whether even it was whether it was Mitchell Robinson man so I I just I feel very bad um for the bulls and I also want to mention that Zach Levine does have a partial tear in his thumb still playing through it but you know something that we definitely got to keep an eye on because if Zach Levine goes down then it's absolutely over for the for, for 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 the Bulls, but what what are some of your thoughts with the with, with the Bulls and, and Pat, Patrick Beverly? And that? uh
1: Patrick Williams, yeah, no, I I think that's a, that's a big loss having that versatile defender, like you said, uh, being out for the Bulls is, is huge. Uh, he's gonna he was gonna t- I wanted him to take that step and that emergence in order for the Bulls to be successful. Um, and I, I honestly, they could be looking to make some moves in order to bring in a four there because. I don't really look at their roster and see anyone who could step right in there and even not obviously replace uh, Patrick Williams, but be a kind of guy who they can rely on night to night. Uh, A guy that comes to mind is maybe they make a move for a young guy like Darius Baisley. I don't know. Um, That's a potential guy. You look at at the OKC Thunder, they're always looking to get some more picks. So that's just (laughs) an early name. But we we won't get into too much into that. Um, You know, you really covered a lot with that. But let's talk about, you know, Ben Simmons. And we've been talking about that. We're going to continue to talk about that until he gets back on the floor. Uh, but obviously, you know, right now, we're recording this. The Sixers are sitting at uh, three and two. And I, they're, playing, they're playing solid ball. Um, obviously, you throw in a guy like Ben Simmons into that lineup. I, I think they could be a very, very, very dangerous team. But but when what do you think that that means for the Sixers? You know, there's talks that he's back to to working out, um, just getting his mental back. What do you think that does for the Sixers if they can get him back soon?
0: Man, I I, I think that, that, you know, like you said, Jay, of course, adding a versatile defender like like Ben Simmons and uh uh, a good downhill point guard like Ben Simmons um is going to is going to definitely help but i but to be real with dj not to be like on the drama side of stuff i just think the the relationship is just so broken i, mean, I just think the relationship is just so broken between management and him and whether it's players and like i mean my opinion doesn't matter, right? But if I am if I was on the team, I even if he came back, even if he wrote me a formal apology, I would still feel some type of way about it. I would still feel like, okay, dog, like we try to be there for you. We didn't do anything to you. Or you turned your back on us. And and I, and it to me, it makes me think only in due time it's going to happen again. Oh, so something's going to happen. Ben Simmons is, is going to be upset and, it, and, it, and it's going to happen again, man. To me, I think that Ben Simmons, for his good and for the Philadelphia 76ers on good, they need to move on do something, do do something with it. But it's just tough because Daryl Morey does not want cents on the cents on the dollar, man. And he said, he said on the radio show, he said, buckle up. This could be a four year thing. Wow. (laughs) That would be crazy. Jay. That would be insane.
1: Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think it lasts the whole season. Honestly. I don't even think it gets to the deadline before they get rid of Ben just because he's, Despite like I, I'm not going to get into the mental uh, health side of things, but man, if he's having these much doubts about playing and hooping there and it did affect where it's me- affected his mental game, man, he, he's got to get up out of there at some point. So uh, uh, and I think it's sooner rather than later. But, yeah, that, that kind of just leads us to our last segment uh, for the hidden takes, John. And that that's our picks. We're going to be doing weekly picks uh, or sorry, daily picks for when we have these hidden and take episodes and when we you're listening to this, this will be tomorrow, um, Saturday 30th. And we got 11 games on the slate. Uh, a lot of good matchups that I'm looking at, but, uh, so let's run it down. Let's give our picks real uh, quick. Real Jay, quick. Can yeah. I,
0: can I, can I, I need your, I want your opinion on some Jake. I, I just need your opinion. I very much, believe and respect in your opinion as a as a hooper and as an NBA analyst and I I just I do I need your opinion on this Jay just because I've been going back and forth with a couple friends about this and that's this little James Harden saga we don't have to get too deep into that but uh I've I've been seeing you know some uh we've been seeing James Harden get off to a little bit of a struggle and some people have accredited that to this new uh NBA rule that that stop letting that stop letting players really lean into defenders and rely on non-basketball moves to 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 draw foul and I mean, as basketball fans, we we see that that was kind of bulk of James Harden's points that came last year. Just real quick, Jay, you know, because I know in the in the predictions episode that you had the Nets sitting at the top. Now with uh James Harden, that can't really get the bulk of his points that he did, and a Kyrie not there. It, it, is there any sign of concern to you? Do you think James Harden is going to fix is going to fix it and get right along? It's, it's I know it's early, but what do you, what do you think?
1: Yeah, James Harden's. Uh, great, great basketball player, like transcend, transcendent uh, basketball player. He's going to figure it out. It's just a matter of adjustments. Like everyone, it it kills me. A lot of people are just making, jumping to conclusions. We're what, five, four games in for some teams, uh, jumping into saying that someone's uh, not clutch or uh, shout out my guy SMH24 saying that uh, John ja Morant or sorry Steph is John ja Morant's son. All this nonsense, but um, but nah, that that that's I think it's just baloney um, that got people are saying that you know guys can't adjust to these games. Like J- James Harden will figure it out. Uh, the foul calls and all that. And I, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind that, that that all these guys are gonna figure it out. You know, Trey Young, Devin Booker with these foul calls. So, I'm not even really worried about that. Okay. Um, just, just what yeah, is your opinion on that? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Nah. Not worried at all. Okay. But let's talk about – yeah. Let's, you want to try to get into these picks?
0: Let's, let, let, let's get into these picks, brother. So, I got these games listed off here, brother. You're going to let me know who you got, all right? So – for Saturday, the thirtieth, brother, the first game of the day is going to be at five p.m. Eastern. And that's going to be between the Boston Celtics, who are two and three, and the Washington Wizards, who are four and one right now. Talk to me, who you got on that game, brother?
1: Yeah, I got, I got the Celtics in this one. Albeit the the Wizards have been rolling, but I know this is kind of a must win in a sense. You know, it's crazy saying that six games in the season for the Celtics, but they got to get something rolling. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, got to get get shit rolling on their end. Um, so it's a must win for the Celtics six games in. And I see the Celtics pulling this one out.
0: Okay. I, I got to side with you on that, brother. I definitely got Celtics on that one. All right, <laughs> brother. So then so then the next game that we got would be the Orlando Magic, who's one and four versus the oh and four Detroit Pistons. Not a game to watch. <laughs> yeah. Who do you got for winning that one, brother?
1: No, nah, I got the, the Magic, who have got some nice young pieces there, Cole Anthony. Franz Wagner. Um, yeah, they, they just hoop in Mo Bamba. Yeah, they, I think the, the Magic are going to pull it out, and the, the Pistons are still going to be searching for the first win.
0: Oh, man, Jay, I can't agree with you on that one. I think the Pistons are going to see that this Magic this uh, magic team has an opportunity. They're going to say, man, we got to get our first win. We got to get a game rolling, man. So I got to go with the Pistons on that one. But all right. So then uh, the uh, next game we have on Saturday is going to be the hot New York Knicks versus the super cold New Orleans Pelicans. What's up, brother?
1: Yeah, I got the Knicks in this one. <laughs> Not much else to say. The Pelicans without Zion, just struggling to get anything going. Uh, All Knicks in this one.
0: All Knicks on this one. All right, brother. Next game, next game. We got the over there in the six Toronto Raptors versus the Indiana Pacers. Who you got for that one? Uh,
1: We don't know the health of Malcolm Brogdon. Matter of fact, I think he's got a hamstring injury right now. Uh, Don't really know it. Rick Carlisle still trying to figure things out there. I'm not really too sad. so on his rotations, I got the the Raptors in this one.
0: OK, I, I got I got a good side with you on that one, man. I'm not seeing the the, the Pacers put it together once again, another year. No, I mean, no, it's early, but another uh, disappointing year for the Pacers, man. So I got to go with the Raptors. But next game we got, Uh oh, Jay, are you going to make the right prediction again? Next game we got we got the Hawks versus the 76ers. That's going to be the game. That's going to be a good game. Who you got on that one? I
1: got the Hawks in that one. Uh, just continuing building on their uh, dominance over the Sixers—not dominance, but maybe you call it dominance. Uh, just they got the Sixers' number. They still in their They're riding that confidence wave um, going into this season. So I got, I got the Hawks. Who you got?
0: I I got to go with the Sixers on this one, man. I think that the Sixers are still feeling that loss. Still feeling like they should have. They should have won that, man. And 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 I just I want my boy Joe Embiid to go out there and eat, man. All right, so then the the next game, brother, we got the four and Utah Jazz versus the four and one Chicago Bulls. It's gonna be a very good game. Who you got for that one, man?
1: I got the. That's a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Jazz in this one. Just, just trying to stay undefeated. Uh, riding the wave of a uh, ride in the back of, of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, the man you so doubted. So I'm gonna go with the, <laughs> the Jazz in this one.
0: I gotta, I, I gotta agree with you, man. I, I think that the Bulls are gonna be uh, lost, and they're gonna be trying to look for a replacement for Patrick for Patrick Williams, and just not gonna happen within one day. And I think that it's just gonna be a lot. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna be hard for the Bulls to figure it out out there. But all right, so, um, so for the next game, we got the Miami Heat versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Who you got for that one, my brother?
1: I got the Heat in this one. Uh, I think Memphis was. Fortunate to come out with the victory last night in Golden State. Uh they're traveling back. Is that that's in Memphis, I believe, right? Yeah. They're going back home to Memphis. Uh they They got that travel. And I feel like Miami's just gonna become ready to play. Uh, ready, ready to lock down uh John Morant, you know, Kyle Lowry, gritty, gritty defender. I feel like he's gonna be checking him at some point of the game. Uh T, PJ Tucker, we know what he does. So I got the heat in that one.
0: Okay, all right. I I, I got to go the other way, brother. I got to go with the Grizzlies. I think that I think John Moran is filling that fire. He the the that whole Grizzlies team is just rolling, man. I think that they're gonna try to they're gonna pull that one off at home, man. But all right, brother. So then the next game we got is the San Antonio Spurs versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Who you got on that one, man?
1: I got the Bucks championship contend uh, defenders. Giannis, no stopping him. Bucks.
0: Yes, sir. I got the bucks too, man. Uh, next game we got, we got the OKC Thunder versus the Golden State Warriors. Who you got on now, brother? I don't even think I need to ask you.
1: Bounce back game for Mr. Curry. Uh, I got the I got the dubs in a blowout. Uh, man, Saturday
0: night. I, I definitely got the dubs on that one, too. All right, brother. So then we have another really, really good game after that. And that is the two and two Denver Nuggets versus the you're you've been calling them. The three and one to Minnesota Timberwolves. Who you got on now, my brother?
1: Uh, I can't see the Nuggets dropping another one and going to two and three. So I think they're going to pull this one out. uh, And and this is where we see Minnesota get their second loss of the season.
0: Okay. Okay. Got? I, I got, I got to go the other way, man. I like, I like the way Kat been playing, man. I like how cat has been, been aggressive. I know a lot of people said uh, he plays soft, but he said, man, it's called passion. I'm, I'm playing out there with passion. So I definitely, uh, I definitely got to go with the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves on that one, but all right. So then brother, the last game of the day is the Cleveland Cavaliers versus the Phoenix Suns. Who you got on that one?
1: I think Phoenix, uh, you know, they're going to be, hungry for their second win of the season um they 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 know they can't go one and four on the season man uh so this will be a big game for them and Cleveland's also coming off a of back-to-back because they're going to be playing uh the Lakers tonight so I think it's going to be tough for them to win back-to-back or even just play back-to-back games um, against against the Suns so I got the Suns in this one
0: Agreed. Agreed, brother. I, th- I think the Suns know how important it is to get off to a good start, man. And I think they see this this uh, Cavs team is going to be depleted and really not all the way there, man. And I think that they're going to be able to pull off their, their second win, man. But All right, brother. We got a good slate of games on Saturday. We got a good slate sir. of games.
1: Yes, sir. Excited for it.
0: All right, all right, brother. All right, man. So this was a great first hidden takes episode, man. I I, I love the intro. I love the just the content, man. And for all the fans, man, I, th- this is what you guys can expect from these hidden takes, man. These, you no know, these shorter little videos that we're just kind of talking about the news and what's going on in the league, man. But brother, I, I'm excited. And thanks for this talk, man. And I mean, for all the fans, you are you already know you already know what to do, man. If you guys haven't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you guys are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure to leave us a five-star ranking. Leave us a little comment, man. And get at us on Instagram. Get at us on TikTok. Get at us on Twitter. It, everything will be in the description down below, man. Do not miss out because that's where we got a lot, of, a lot of fire content coming on, man. But brother, you got any last words to say before we log off here?
1: Nah, man. Excited. Basketball's back.
0: Yes, sir, man. Basketball's back. But, all right, you guys, stay tuned. And we out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk. out. Okay?